How's it going? Okay. Good. How are you? Uh, doing well, thank you. Yeah, nice. this is a wonderful retreat. I'm pretty happy with it. A lot of people are popping. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, permission to speak freely? <laughs> of course. <laughs> I feel like I need a kick in the ass, Angela. Stand up. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, as you know, you know me. Um, I, I, I can feel that there's something that doesn't want to let go that just keeps me from going deeper and I want to find it. I want to like figure out what that is and allow Man. it to reveal itself. <laughs> I know I've said this to you in various ways, but also I, I, I assume I have, maybe I haven't, I don't know. Who are you without that project? Yeah. Right now, who are you without that project of trying to go deeper? Trying to root something out, trying to fix something. And it doesn't have to be a spiritual answer. Mm -hmm. It could be. But who who are what's left if you if you just set that aside or stop doing it? Not much. Is that enough? Doesn't feel like it. Why? Why isn't what, what is left here right now, when you put down the project of trying to deepen something or find, root something out, when you put that project aside, you're aware of what's left. I can tell. And then I asked, is it enough? An honest question. Mm. And you said, no. I think because what happens is that I just keep getting stuck in like mind loops and thoughts and like yeah. later when, later when, later when. Are you planning that right now? Don't plan to get stuck in thought loops. Yeah. You have to let go of that too. It's an identity structure. It's not mm -hmm. even an identity. It's a, it's a thought you believe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I keep getting stuck in loops and yeah. loops and loops. And I loops. see that. Yeah. yeah. What is it that gets stuck in loops? When you say I am the one that gets stuck in those loops, what gets stuck in them? What gets stuck in thought loops? Actually, just answer intuitively. They're just thoughts. They're just thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. So thought loops are gonna loop, and that you can't stop that. Mm. And you and it doesn't matter. <laughs> they don't have anything to do with what's actually happening. Mm -hmm. They don't start it or stop it or make it more or less. Looping thoughts just loop. That's what they do. Can you find where that somehow hooks into you, though? Like, feels like an attachment to you, or what you think you are, or what you think you is what you think you are something apart from that, or is what you think you are the actual loop itself, right now? And that's what it gets sticky there. That gets really sticky there because mm -hmm. the feeling of the thought loops and the feeling of what feels like me. I was mm -hmm. saying this to Violet yesterday. Like, they're they both feel here somewhere is there a feeling of you that's not here somewhere <clears throat> can you find a feeling of you that's not localized to the head or, or actually mm. a sense of experience of any quality including a very subtle one subtle mm -hmm. i think you're looking for something that's not subtle mm -hmm. and this is subtle mm -hmm. 
Doesn't mean it's not important. It's just not a big deal the way the mind makes a big deal of things. It's a big deal in a different way, but just because it's so subtle, that's what, that's what makes it a big deal. That's what makes it such a discovery. It's ineffable. It's, it's not just slippery, it's beyond slippery. You can't grasp this. Because what would do the grasping? Well, that's the thing. I want to grasp it. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. What would what would do the grasping? A thought. Yeah. Grasping is a thought. So no, no grasping has ever happened. No grasping has ever happened, ever. It seems like it, but it doesn't. It's a thought. And and we're still noticing that which is not moved, touched, distorted, bent tainted by any of this stuff, mm. right? Mm -hmm. You know it's here. Mm -hmm. Not an it, though. So don't try to turn it into an it. Don't try to turn it into a project. Trying to turn it into a project is, trying, is like trying to paint on the wind, literally. It's a waste of your effort. And you, you, you know, sometimes you just have to exhaust yourself yeah. and stop doing that. Yeah. It's like the, there's a funny old... Um, sarcastic, probably wouldn't do well in this day and age, but it did well when it came out. Bob Newhart playing a therapist, and the guy comes in, he's like, I get so mad when my wife does this, and does that, and then he just goes on and on, and he just goes, stop it. And he's like, the patient's like, what? He's like, stop. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. Just stop doing that, you know. Um, that's kind of how it has to be sometimes with this whole um, project of me and, and the me that wants to awaken or awaken more, and which thoughts are important and which aren't. It's all, it's all kind of a project. It's all kind of the same project. Yeah. And sometimes you just got to get tired of doing it. Yeah. It's like beating your head against the brick wall until you, until you finally realize it just feels good to stop. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think, you know, I always think you do good work. You, you're sincere with the inquiry. You're sincere with the looking. But... Like, um, this is a weird analogy. I don't know why this came to me. I'm trying to make an, an analogy of growing up. But like a child, the phase of being a child has its certain things that matter for that phase. And you should be doing those things. Like when your tooth comes out, you should put it under the pillow for the tooth fairy to come. Not because you believe in the tooth fairy, just because you want a dollar, right? Or whatever. So it makes sense for the child. But when you get older and all your teeth have come out, it doesn't make sense to like start pulling your teeth out to put them under the pillow. Like that part of that phase of your life is over. So, so I'm telling you, this is, I'm being honest because I know you especially, I know this, the phase of your spiritual life where you need to keep figuring out a practice, it's over. Mm. It's already over. Mm. It's just over, like you, in the way you're doing it, in the way you're trying to come up with a new practice, go a little mm. deeper, find the next thing. Um, the, 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 the sort of spiritual unfolding, it doesn't feel linear, and it also doesn't feel like kind of this, mm, how to say this, the qualities of, of the shifts that occur in, in awakening as things go, let's say, deeper, for lack of a better way of saying it, it doesn't feel the same all the way through. So some of the qualities are very different. One mm -hmm. of the qualities here is like this kind of um, willingness to let the whole spiritual process and endeavor significantly change how it feels. Mm -hmm. It's not going to go away, really. But it, it's it's very different from the point of view of being the one that's the doer, mm. the one that finds the right next thing, the next thing to inquire into. Um, like like I say frequently, and it's true. Wait till things come to you. You know, wait mm. till things come, and don't go digging around. And I think you're good at that. Like, and and that's something that you get with spiritual maturity of just just 
just be present. It'll come. If you need to feel an emotion, it'll come. It'll tell you. If there's a belief that needs to be investigated, it will present itself one way or another. Um, but there's even a deeper phase of that, and this is what I'm telling you, and I think this is where you're at, is um, at some point, um, not, not only do you just sort of stay present and let what needs to come come, but even when it does come, you have to be hands-off hmm. um, from the standpoint of control. Your hands on with your heart in, in the sense of just full engagement and, and experience of it. And sometimes it will compel you to sort of take action. But, but it's not the first thing that you go to shouldn't be like, okay, what do I do with this? What's the inquiry? What's the, um, and so, so I think it's just a sort of a general relaxing around the spiritual yeah. endeavor for you. And, you, yeah. and another thing you just got to, you really, this is where it's really critical. And I don't know how much of it goes on for you, but it's, a lot of it goes on for some people and far less for others. Some people really don't seem to have this, which is interesting, but at this point, you also have to let go of the comparison between you and anyone else, like completely, because if you start thinking about how this person woke up and what that person said, it'll just get so confusing so fast, yeah. and those thoughts will become so meaningless, yeah. and they can be counterproductive. It's, it's just not about anything you've ever heard, anyone you've ever heard from, or even anything that happened to you in the past. It's really about presence now mm. and trusting it so deeply that you don't need a specific technique. Yeah. You don't need to go to a technique right away. You don't need to go to the, the project right away. You have to let go of the project and really let things soften and start just trusting life. Does yeah. that feel right to you? Yeah, I mean, like, so I went to a different retreat two weeks ago and I came out of it, like, really feeling like things were starting to shift in 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 that sense for me, like, feeling like, okay, and I came here really just with, like, okay, no expectations, no pressure, no, like, just let this go. And it's like, as I go into it, then the control thing starts to come in. And then Perfect. like, yeah. Perfect. See, because now you're going to see control as an object more than, than mm -hmm. as you're identified with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you see the difference? Yeah. It's a huge difference, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's actually the, the, and the benefit of the last And it will come when you feel contracted, when you feel yeah. an energetic, yeah. um, like when you feel contracted or intense emotions, that's when the, the, the added mechanism of control will kind of pop up and uh -huh. feel like it wants to wield its ugly head or you know, wield, wield its, its will or whatever. That, that can pop up in those times, but it'll, it'll be more like just an object of experience in a sense, yeah. like an emotion is. Yeah. And now you can see it. You go, oh, control, interesting. Yeah, yeah. And then it'll pass too. Yeah. And, but before, it, it can be way different than that. It's yeah. like, yeah, you know there's emotions, you know there's intensity, but control is, you're so identified with control, it's very hard to see. Yeah, and someone totally. will try to tell you and you'll yeah. get pissed off, right? Yeah. You're like, hey, you're trying to control this. No, you know, yeah. I'm not. And, yeah. You know, it's, um, so you're at this part now where it's like a significant part of you has really let go of control. Mm -hmm. and, and that part of you is also the, the sort of infinite um, knowingness that, that you're, you've been waking up to and investigating and directly interacting with for years. Um, and now it's, it's just coming online. It's, this is just becomes much more about trust than technique mm -hmm. and fluidity, the feminine aspect. It's, it, it just, it comes into play here and, um, it, requ it requires a tremendous amount of trust, honestly. Like I, I would really say that's true reflecting on my own experience of, of, of like not needing a spiritual project anymore, not needing techniques anymore, not needing inquiries as my go-to, as a, as a sense of control. And paradoxically then, at some point you may notice when a, an inquiry like will actually work perfectly here and mm. it'll be obvious and it'll, it'll mm. kind of almost do itself and it'll just solve its problem and it'll, you'll just move on yeah. like a koan. 
they're mm-hmm. almost spontaneous. Yeah. But you don't, it's not a go-to. It's not like, yeah. Well, I've been noticing, like I, I, I was before I was like trying to work with who am I or trying to work, <laughs> trying to, sorry, um, trying to work with like these inquiries that people say I should be doing and just did not work for me at all. Yeah. And when, what's been happening now is I've been getting just more naturally curious about what's happening in my experience and that's happy yeah. it makes me happy yeah <laughs> me too truly yeah it feels good yeah 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 it's it's changed stuff is changing in a very deep place with you and when it does change in a very deep place it's a different kind of adjustment like mm-hmm. it's not the kind of gross practical adjustments of life changes of like you know end of a relationship or a new job or this happens or an illness those require sort of very practical, pragmatic, structured changes and so forth. This is more like, ooh, uh, I can really feel things changing and shifting. And and I and the sense of identity is so thin at some point that it's like, oh, I don't have to orient to the shifting and changing anymore. It's mm-hmm. kind of like you're melting into it mm-hmm. now. And as everything, as all the senses in the entire environment. It's cool, huh? Yeah, it feels it feels like more enjoyable now. Mm-hmm. That the, with natural that natural way. curiosity, and also that like in that last retreat, it was the dyad retreat, and one thing that was really easy to see, or that like came to me, I guess, was like seeing all of the different personalities. Lubaina was reading a thing about masks earlier, yeah. and like um, that was yeah, like I could see like oh the controllers here, oh the professionals here, oh the like doubters here, oh like all this stuff, and so much easier to not be identified with it. And just see that that thing is there now. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge, really. Yeah. To recognize identity, in, I don't want to use the term object too much, but it, in, in this setting it's helpful. To recognize identity as an object, and not as the subject, and not as the world, mm-hmm. is a huge insight. It's a very big insight. It may not come with an experiential, you know, a mystical experience, but it's a big and very important insight. To recognize the nature of identity as it arises. And to see it's actually not a, it's not anything. It's a strong tendency. It's a behavioral tendency. It has a lot of beliefs associated. It has a history. It, it, it's, it's, it's sort of intertwined with emotions and stuff. But it's not you. Mm. That's awesome. Mm. You're in a good place. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Don't look for big fireworks anymore. <laughs> you, don't need, you don't need that. <laughs> cool? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Glad you came up.